and welcome to Two Guys One Cup, the show where we review, rate, and rank anything that emerges from our cup. I'm Dan, and with me is Joe, who, as usual, is going to kick things off. Hello, everyone, and as ever, five star reviews get read out, and to this week is no different. For we're going to go with I love this podcast, great format, and great chat chemistry between the two hosts. Laugh out loud, funny at times, and I love the uh, little factoids too. Love reminiscing, particularly about those of the 90s charts. So there is quite a lot of 90s in there. And that's from Shazda. So keep those reviews coming in. They do help. And uh, we're going to go straight to our first topic of the day. And it's going to be top five kid cartoon themes. So it's going to be a lot of... uh, Well, a lot of you guys are going to have a lot of uh, viewpoints on this. But Dan, I'm going to hand over to you to kick us right off. Yeah. So my first choice... So it's a top five. Yeah. as usual with our top fives, we're choosing two each, which we've shared what they are. Uh, and then we're each going to submit a, a mystery third one. Um, and we decide between us which we think it, which one we think is uh, worthy of inclusion. Yes. Uh, and then we rate the top five as well, as always. Of so I will kick things off. So mine is a late 80s stroke, early 90s classic. Uh, probably more on, skewed towards the male or the boy side um of that area or area area bloody hell era um and it's uh well i'll try and play the first few seconds of the intro he's bobbing his head uh, along there right so i'll spare i'll spare going through the rest of it just so we don't get sued for copyright infringement or anything like that yeah we're going to have the links to all these songs uh in the uh, underneath the podcast so if you do want to listen to the whole theme and probably watch the uh watch the intro please do go the, go on there so that was of course teenage Mut- well I, did you think of it as teenage mutant hero turtles as a teenage mutant well i mean i always think of it as teenage mutant hero turtles because that's what we grew up with in the uk but the, our american cousins they were a bit well I, I don't know i think it well i can tell you now uh in germany it was hero as well Yes, because I listened to the German. First. <laughs> Did you listen no. to that one as well? What I found yeah, weird that I that was, was actually, what is German for hero? Because everything else was in German, except for the word hero. Oh, is that right? I have no yeah. idea. Right. So maybe it is the same. Um, maybe they have no heroes. <laughs> oh, actually, it looks like it's uh, held, held, or heroes. Oh. Hmm. Well, there we go. Anyway, so um, so yeah, so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. How many people do you reckon are were credited as songwriters for this song. It's about an hour, uh, a minute and a half long. Uh, three, six, six, six people. That's a lot of people. It's it a good is, theme. I, it is a good theme, though. It is a very good theme. Um, and I mean the lyrics. The lyrics tell you all you need to know about. Yeah. About the show, really. Um, it's well. There's one bit that's a little bit, little bit weird, which is. I don't know if you know the bit I'm referring to. Um, it's Donatello does machines. Yes. I suppose Which that is a strange way of putting it. I think it's just, I mean, he did do machines. I don't think it was for sexual gratification, but he was, he was the clever one. And so he did all the science stuff. It wasn't but really they des- necessarily, necessarily machines, but. But they describe, so like I said, the lyrics tell you, we need to know, right? So they're the weird, world's most fearsome fighting team. Yeah, heroes in the half show and they're green. Tick. Yep. When the evil shredder attacks, these turtle boys don't cut him no slack. Yeah, that's fine. They never they did. Don't. 
Splinter taught them to be ninjas, ninja teens. Sorry, in brackets, he's a radical. Well, he taught them to be ninjas, not teens. To be fair, that's yes, that's very true because they were taught before they were teenagers, weren't they? Yeah, and also like you don't learn to be a teenager. We've all learned that's something we all well, individual truths. Well, maybe they had to cope with being ninjas as teenagers. Yeah, or maybe being a ninja helped them with being a teen. Do you reckon they're the lower end of the teenage scale? I don't know because in my in my head they weren't teenagers, but they were like in their thirties when I was bigger bigger boys. Yeah, Yeah, they were bigger boys. I never really, I never really realised that they were meant to be teenagers until I got older and realised what a teenager was. Because there's a big difference between thirteen and nineteen. There is quite a change. I I reckon it's fifteen and sixteen years old. Uh, Sixteen was where I was gonna. Yeah, that's a sweet spot, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say 15, 16. It doesn't seem very responsible, Splinter, to let them go out at night fighting. Anyway. Yeah, but they're literally massive turtles, mutants, so... Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, because... Well, turtles live a long time, though, don't they? Because I was going to say, maybe, actually, in turtle years, like dog years, they're, like, middle age. Yeah, that's true. Um, So, hang on. Life span of a turtle. (laughs) I mean, there's turtles at well over 100 years in... uh... The Galapagos. Yeah, some species may only live 10 to 20 years in captivity, while others can live up to 150 years. In yeah. general, most turtle and tortoise species species can live well into their 50s if provided appropriate care. Not sure I would class ninja fighting as appropriate care. If that's what they need to do, I mean, they've got their brains uh, moving, they've got exercise. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. yes, their life could be cut short, but then... The foot soldiers were never that great. The foot clan. Is it clan? Oh, yeah, apologies. Yeah. They and they were robots, weren't they? Were they? I think they were robots in the cartoon, but in the films they were humans. Because I, I seem to remember they would always blow up. I think I they think were it's... robots, but I think those ones that I think you're referring to were in all black with the red. Possibly, I f- kind of. They were. I think they were humans. You. I mean, we all know when we're talking about a robot. In turtles, who are we talking about? We know who we're talking about. What are you talking about? Krang. Krang. Yeah. Krang. He was a great. He, he was a good bad guy. He doesn't even get a shout out in the song though. No, and didn't make it into the film either. The original film. No, he made it into one of the later ones, but they were Is awful. It? But the first film I absolutely loved. First film was was great. It was. Um. So, Donatello leads. Uh, sorry, Leonardo leads. Leonardo leads. Leonardo leads. Donatello does machines. Yep. Uh, right then, Michael and uh, Raphael is cool, but in the lyrics undercut says uh, Raphael is cool but crude. Yeah, he was apparently meant to be quite a sarky uh, teenager, basically. I always thought he was rude, not crude, because crude's very de- to me. Rude is like answer in in this context. Yeah, crude, strange because like like there's like lots a... of sexual jokes and things. Yeah, and rude could be that, but in the context of this, you could see rude as being just like. Bit back chat, yeah, yeah. Rude would actually make more sense. Shows in the back of his hand, yeah. His poor, um, and Michelangelo's a party dude. He is. I mean, I suppose now comes the time to ask who was your, who was your turtle? Uh, Well, it was Raphael. Yeah, same. Any normal person does say Raphael. Sure. Any of you out there? Well, I mean, get in touch with us on uh, on X at two G one C Pod if you have any other views. Or let us know your incorrect views if it's not Raphael, because obviously Raphael was the best. 
Yeah, they had the little fork things. The in daggers. The daggers, yeah. I think um, they've got a proper name. I've completely forgotten. The katana name. blades, isn't it? The katana blades. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, they're the bravest of all the weapons as well because they're the shortest. Uh, yeah, I mean, Leonardo. Had had, he had big swords. Yeah, Leonardo had the best weapon. If you're going for any weapon, I'd go for the two swords. No, but if you're the toughest, the hardest, the most skilled, mm. that's Raphael because he's got the the little things. Yeah, that's what I mean. If you were to, but if you were to put me, yeah, of course. Turtle, if you were a teenage mutant ninja turtle, you would probably just go with a gun. But that's not what these guys go for. No one had guns in these films. Though, did no, they? no, very... I don't think so anti-violence violent films yeah they were quite strange because you think a gun would uh, solve a lot of their issues <laughs> either on either side um but then there was the other guy what was his name the sports guy who had like hockey sticks oh, casey jones casey jones yeah i like casey jones quite a lot bit of a bad boy well he had the hockey mask as well so and he was a uh, although uh, you know he he was stone cold steve austin before stone cold steve austin you know <laughs> the anti-hero oh, anti yeah very much so yeah so that's my first entry. Um, I think it's a very strong one. I'm going to be. Honest. Yeah, it's a great one. I'm, I'm not going to take anything away from that. So I'm going to go um, with slightly more family friendly. Mm. Um, went from 1985 to 1991. Got a 7.6 on IMDb in 67 episodes. And it is Gummy Bears, if anyone remembers that. So here's a little taste. It's uh, it was a good cartoon, but I think the theme tune was better. Here we go. We're not going to get to the uh, the actual oh, chorus, I'm afraid. Get to the best bit. Well, I just don't want us to get sued by uh, Mr. Gummy oh. or Mr. Bear. But it's uh, lyrically, like you said, it. Paces the story quite well. Dashing and daring, courageous and caring, faithful and friendly with stories to share. Because they were. They were sharing a lot of stories. Um, and they were bouncing a lot. I mean, mm. this out of all the ones that I've picked, this is definitely the longest song. There's three verses to it. it oh, was, right. Um, full length. Uh... Yeah, it's a proper proper song. It's got a wonderful key chain after about a minute. So I do uh, recommend you, you you go the whole the whole hog because it is a it's a great great song mm. the person responsible for it was someone called jim um and this is responsible for the um actual show jim magon i think his name was with the also, spelling of jim i've ever seen yes j-y-m-n yeah, yeah. I, I thought exactly the same maybe it's jimon could be could yeah. be jimon megan um, DuckTales, Tailspin, and Chippendale he uh, was responsible for. So he's, he had some big hitters. But mm. the people for the song, I believe, was Steve Rucker and Thomas Chase. I, I couldn't really see much else with them. But it was a good cartoon. Did you watch it? I don't remember it that well. well. I, don't, I don't remember it as well as the theme tune. That's the thing. I did watch it, but when I was reading up about it for this, there was a section, I'll be honest, on Wikipedia, with characters. Mm. I wouldn't be able to name you a character. I couldn't name, and none of them even rang a bell. That's the weird thing. Did you watch the video for the theme? No, I saw, no, the one I listened to 
didn't, didn't have, have video. video. So watch yeah. the video, and I'm sure it will come back. So I do remember a lot of the characters when when I saw them. There was they're always fairly the same, aren't they? There's an older, wiser one. There's a strong one that's probably a bit like I don't want to follow your rules. Mm. They're all kind of similar type uh, things. But it was a good show. It went on for six seasons, sixty-seven episodes. I mean, it went on for quite a few years, but I actually think that's not that many episodes considering 1985 to 1991, but only 67 episodes. So now it's 11 episodes a year. Yeah, I guess 11 episodes a season. It's not many, is it? It's not huge. Not huge at all. But I, I thought it was... A, I remember enjoying the show a lot, but I, I think the theme tune is fantastic. I remember uh, being at university and someone showing me this a cappella group. Ah, I was going to say that, called. yeah. Rockapella... Uh... Oh, rocket! Something like that, rockapella, yeah, something along those yeah, lines. Like that, yeah, and they they did a great version, and and you know how I talk about the key chain mm. change. They actually say key change in oh, the really? in the song. Yeah, they actually say, it. yeah, the rockapella guys look them up because they they're good fun as well. So I think um, also it's, it says here, sorry, that episodes consisted of either a single story or two eleven-minute stories. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah, that I, I certainly wouldn't either. have remembered. Um, yeah, no, I wouldn't have known that. I bet you it started out uh, two little adventures a bit, you know, a bit like, um, I suppose it makes sense. If you remember the old Saturday television, how they used to go, they often would show the cartoons in two parts. Yes. Do you remember that? So yeah. maybe that's that was why. Um, which we'll come back to for your second choice, actually, because that's one of my abiding memories of my childhood, something getting messed <laughs> up. Um, I also didn't realise they were actually... I suppose it makes sense. Loosely inspired by Gummy Bear Sweets. Yes, I, th- I think. I think it, is it David. He's like the head of Disney now. David Iger. Bob it? Iger. Bob Iger. Sorry. Um, yeah, he was uh, influenced by his child asking for some gummy bears, and he, I don't think he came up with a complete. I think it was more like, yeah, gummy bears. That should be a cartoon. You, you, and you make yeah. it happen. <laughs> I imagine it was as, as simple as that. But yeah, he's still at the, the helm. Yeah, yeah, I think he came back, didn't he? I think he left. Yeah, he and left and then came back. And well, um, Disney are having all kinds of problems, but we're not going to go into that. No. Um, so yeah, I, I I suppose it makes sense that it was linked to gummy, actual gummy bears, but yeah. I had absolutely no idea. Uh, it was a good whatsoever. show. Oh, it was a really it was good a show. Solid, but, solid show. But I found it weird that I couldn't remember anything about it. No, I mean, why would you watch it as an adult? Like, I, I know people like to buy this stuff on DVD, and I get it if you want to show it to your kids. Then I, I kind of think fair enough. But mm. if you want to watch it again, I just, it's better in your memory than it ever will be when you watch it again. Oh yeah, yeah, my, all these things. Are. Yeah, they do stuff. tend to be. So, what's next on yours? So next on mine is, it might be a little bit niche. Um. But it's called, I'm just trying to find the soundtrack on my phone. Here we go. Mm. So here we go. So it's uh, Mysterious Cities of Gold. So it was a cartoon, very much Japanese animation. So you could sort of tell all the characters have big eyes and when they shout, they've got big mouths and the water, it always looks a certain way. They're always very expressive. These characters. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have to admit with this show, I think I only remember the theme tune. 
and I only remember it because of listening back to it because of this show. I don't remember this show very well at all, but once the music started playing, it's it's quite a nice song. I have to admit, it's a, it is a nice, it's genuinely a nice tune. Yeah, it's really nice. Very, um, I guess it's like well, it's like sort of Central it feels like American, it's got a bit of a it? Caribbean twist to it or something. Yeah, it's lines. like I think it's set. It's meant to be set in like Central American, like like Mexico around there because they're mm. finding they're, like they're basically going on adventures. It's going on adventures. He's trying to find. There's one main character. Um, I think his name's Esteban, and he's trying to find two things. One is the seven cities of gold, mm. um, but also probably more crucially for him, his father, who's gone. Oh, really? He's gone missing. So, um, and then eventually at the end, they I think they discover one of the cities. His father dies. Oh, yeah. These is, cartoons uh, tend to actually always end quite badly like they never actually find what they're looking no for. and then they go off to find the other cities after his dad has died so it's a little bit yeah yeah a little bit yeah sad. a little bit a little bit sad so yeah so the as i said the animation is very like it, it just reminded me of all those sort of japanese cartoons of the yeah. time so all very expressive characters and then i think originally it was dubbed into french and then into english oh is that right so it looks a little bit weird sometimes when you're watching it um but it's the actual intro as well is is weird because it's uh the video sorry for the intro i don't know if you saw it but it's like real pictures with cartoons oh no i didn't see that Imposed, uh, superimposed I, didn't I did have it have it on a bit but i didn't notice any real pictures yeah i mean it's i think unless it's amazing drawings but i think it's real pictures um, it would have been real pictures they didn't <laughs> spend that much on these things i would have thought no i would say so. but it's a it's an absolutely great tune it's yeah it's a nice song it's a nice song you can kind of you know hang out to i guess it's uh yeah and they've they've very much tailored the intro intro um sort of animation to it like there's lots of sort of the gang of the three of them all standing there looking whimsically out into the distance over the large sea and all stuff like that's quite rousing um and the western version so the one i just put on was sung by a guy called noam canyon Hmm. Um, who also sung the theme for Mask. Oh, really? Yeah, which As I can't in, When you say the theme from Mask, are you talking Mask, the green mask, or M.A.S.K? Oh, M.A.S.K. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was a great... That was, although it's not there, that had been put on my list and taken off a few times, because it is a great theme tune. That How one. does that go? I can't remember it. Um... Ah, and you've put me on the spot because I've got all these other theme tunes in my head. I don't think I'll be able to do it. But it's a real, that kind of like 80s, rocky... Um, Synthesizers? Yeah, it just has it all in there. It's a bit of a rip-off of... I was uh, going to find it. Here we go. Transformers in there. It's a really, really good song, though. Hang on. Oh, like Mars Crusaders. Go on. I'll skip Yeah, this guy had a good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. over to yeah. It doesn't sound like the same singer, does it? Oh no, this is a great song. Yeah, it's a, it really didn't nearly make my top, but it got overtaken. Such you ready that. for it? Hit me. Well, nineteen eighty-five to nineteen eighty-nine. So not as long as I was expecting. No, eighty-nine. That's that's what it said. Wait, I assume there. you're talking about the same thing. I, th- I think we are, and unless sometimes when you look something up on IMDb, there's there's other versions which uh, 
may have continued yeah, yeah. but you ready here yeah. we go And that's who you're getting. Oh. The Thundercats. I mean, you're right. Yeah, 1989. Yeah. But the difference is, so where Gummy Bears, 1985 to 1991, had 67 episodes, Thundercats, 85 to 89, had 130 episodes. Mm, mm. 7.9 on IMDb. Apparently, uh, Ted Wolf uh, did the show. And someone called Bernard Hoffer um, did the music. And just as a little thing... The explanation of what the storyline is, is a team of humanoid cats fight evil on their home world. Pretty much much sums it all up, I suppose. But the lyrically... hmm. Can I stop you there? That's not their home home world. I mean, that's what it says on the thing. I can sound like such a nerd here. Thundera is their home world, and that's why they're in the ship in the very first one. They're Mm. fleeing it, aren't they? That is true. Actually, if you look up. up the very original... Um, episode they're all a bit naked it's all a bit androgynous yeah. yeah they're all a bit naked and they're all a bit like an action man figure where no one seems to have any uh, uh, unmentionable areas they're literally mm. unmentionable mm. very Just smooth subtle bulges like neat little bulges yeah yeah but it's not their clothes they are mm. naked they are fully naked that's true yeah. I, I, I don't know what was going on in the like cartoons back in the day were wild and whoever said we're going to have naked, because they were children, uh, a couple of them at least, like proper like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 year old children. And they're like, yeah, we'll just have them naked. It'll be fine. <laughs> right, okay, fine. But lyrically, not so on the nose as some of the ones that we have had, but just to read out pretty much the entire song Thundercats are on the move, Thundercats are loose, feel the magic, feel the roar, Thundercats are, are loose. And then about 16 more times the word Thundercats is said, and then there was one last long Thundercats. I mean, it gets you to where you need to be, but it doesn't explain the plot that well. Although if you watch the uh, the actual uh, video of the intro, I think it does a good job like showing you who the good guys are and the bad guys and all the adventures. But it's a great theme tune. Yeah, and I think the opening intro doesn't have some like, bits cut in for like Mumra screaming. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Mumra scared the hell out of me when he, when he changed. Oh, Mumra the Ever-Living. Yeah, yeah he, he was great. Um, he, was, uh, he was quite a funny character as well. Uh, I they, seem to remember. They, Not they, when he changed, before he changed. Yeah, he was a bit sarcastic when he was like a mummy. Yeah, he was a bit, he was a bit like Skeletor. He was a little bit, um, a little bit bitchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he had some spice. You know, this claw, this kitten's got claws, kind of thing. Yeah, sassy is probably uh, not quite as sassy as uh, Skeletor, but definitely a sassy, uh, sassy gentleman. Considering he's Mumra, the ever living. The ever living. But um, it's a they great dis- cartoon. That did they destroy him in the end? I, well, the thing is, and I was going to say this before, but. With all these cartoons, it's not like how I watch a show now where I watch every episode, I watch it in a row. I just watched them. And sometimes I missed them, sometimes I didn't miss them. But I didn't know if I ever got to the end or I never remember watching the end of any of these. I just remember watching them. I don't know if you yeah, it was never Yeah, because yeah, each, broadly speaking, after, probably after the first one or two episodes, they were all quite sort of standalone, weren't they? Yeah, they were just kind of their own little... They. They'd be a bit like, I suppose, the X-Files or something like that, where you have 
your main storyline for the episode, but then you have the big overall storyline. So yeah. your Cities of Gold probably did this, where you'd get a little bit of a nugget of that kind of trying to find his father or trying to find the City of Gold. Same with Thundercats. Nothing really changed, but maybe a little bit here, a little bit there, that mm. kind of thing. And then you just go on to the next episode as if nothing had happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was a huge Thundercats fan. Oh, most people were. They, they were... Um, good toys amazing toys um wasn't always so keen on the moral at the end of the episode yeah they like to tell you a little bit of how to live that was yeah. a big a lot of cartoons did that back no no more so than um captain planet yeah yeah, yeah. captain planet was big on that i remember you know things like throw stuff away and yeah. i'm not here like i watched blue peter for that which is why i didn't watch blue peter <laughs> but um yeah, they like to put morals, stuff like, hey, kids, don't don't bully each other or don't do heroin. I, I forget. But, you know, they, they like to stick in a moral there. And that was yeah. a bit of a downer. And then Snarf, downer. then Snarf would do something silly Snarf. to keep it right. They laugh about like it. Yeah, I didn't really part. like Snarf as a character, if I'm honest. No. It's it right. just too much comedy in the, what I considered quite a serious cartoon. you got to have a bit of... Mm, it was too much. Comedy. Snarf was too silly. Oh, it was, well, it was like, I, I didn't like his bit at the end because it felt too forced. Like if it just like yeah. shit on the floor and then like, and then they rub his of, nose they, in it. They <laughs> would do that end. quite funny uh, thing where they'd like put their their kind of fists on their sides and laugh like and the heroes go up and yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's always <laughs> kind of how it would end as the camera slowly would pan out. <laughs> Yeah. So there, there were two things that used to really annoy me about Thundercats. Now, one of them you mentioned before about the two-parter. Mm. Now, I don't know if that was just something they did here because going live wanted to like keep people watching for later. I think it was a going live thing. But it used to really annoy me because I had swimming lessons. Yeah, so I, I never... I, I always had limits on how much te- television I was allowed to watch anyway mm. in terms of in one go. So I'd n- I don't think I've ever watched the end of a going live episode which means I would always miss the second part of anything that they did. Yeah, really annoying. So you'd leave it like on a cliffhanger. Yeah. And then you'd have no idea. You'd never find out. Yeah, it was was disappointing. And they did that with a lot of things. But I seem to remember Thundercats being on like on normal weekday television as well. And that being a complete episode. As opposed to just going live. Oh, really? I, I yeah. only recall it being a going live thing, not a... Uh, I remember watching it, so I might be wrong, but I feel like it was on during the week. Um, there was another thing that it used to do, and it wasn't the only one that did it, because I remember Teddy Ruxpin, I think, doing it as well. Can you remember Teddy Ruxpin? I mean, the... the oh, no, sorry, the... Super Ted. Sorry, Super Ted. Oh, Super Ted. I, I yeah, I mean, remember. Super Ted I used to like. That was a good so, show. What they good did, theme tune as well, I seem to remember. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, well, and Banana Man as well. Obviously, it was good. But, um, yeah, Banana Man, very British. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard they're going to try and make that into a film. Really? Yeah. I mean, it could work if they stick to, like, one, it has to be for adults. It can't be, like, for current children. Cause it's no, because just... it's meaningless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it would need to be either a 12 or a 15. And I, I would almost get the guys that created Red Dwarf or something like that to make it because it has to have that kind of British low budget feel to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it needs to keep its Britishness. It's like you know, it's a guy that ate a banana that turned into Banana Man. It's just really making fun of the crazy uh, American guy. Wasn't, it wasn't even a guy. I mean, it was a boy. 
Eric. It was a boy. It's true. Um, so the thing that used to annoy me was, and I'm going to much struggle to explain this. They would have a moment of peril, right? Yeah. So Thundercats and Super Ted and others did it as well. And it would show, say, I don't know, Lion-O standing there and there's a, a, a horde of baddies coming towards him. They're quite close, right? Yeah. And then the scene will cut and it will sort of show them further away. Yeah, yeah, they did like to do I don't that. Know if lot. that makes any sense, it sort of shows it. I mean, I presume that means they're like on the edge of a volcano them. and they're close, and they're da, 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 and then they zoom out about fifty meters, and you'd see all of them in a group. Yeah, I don't know if it's because in America they're like at that point they had an advert or something like that, so they're like retelling, like yeah, there's a lot. It. it used to really annoy me unnecessarily. You, yeah, you can tell when adverts. Because they have so, we have certain laws with our adverts in this country. Like, you're not allowed more than five minutes worth of advertising every 15 minutes of viewing. Where oh, I think yeah. in America, they have nothing like that. No, no rules. So oh, that yeah. you can, like, say, if you're watching The Simpsons, that's always when you would notice it. It would like fade to black, and then just the next scene would come up. That mm. would have been an advert. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So they would have um, had all that kind of stuff. So. I mean, I'm more than happy with your choice. Yeah. Well, it's incredibly strong. You're only human. Yeah, you can't get away from it. It's such a great song. So, should we go in with our third choices now? Yeah, it's time for our mystery. We don't know what the other one's picked. So, a couple of notable mentions I'd like to give. One is the aforementioned uh, Danger Mouse. Did you mention Danger Mouse? I'm not sure you did. No, no, no. no, no, no. Danger Danger Mouse is actually excellent. Yeah. Again, very British. Yep. Uh, Count Duckula as well, and uh, and Denver the Last Dinosaur just because of the oh Denver the Last Dinosaur is actually quite a nice but it does have some very weird lyrics so Denver the Last Dinosaur he's my friend and a whole lot more yeah that's um, Denver the Last Dinosaur shows me a world I've never seen before (laughs) so it's a little bit little bit a bit Operation Nutri yeah but um, my official third um, entrance and I think you mentioned this before. Well, as you can hear, there's a nice silence coming from Dan. So, oh, could you not hear any of that? Couldn't hear anything. Went on mute. Oh, I must have accidentally pressed it. Where'd you get up to? This is top. I, I got up to, I think, the moment you were about to press play, and then nothing happened. Oh, okay. So, oh, so you got my, you got all my Denver stuff. The important. Yes, bit. you got the Denver the Lost Dinosaur. It's just a, as you were about to play the new one, we're all on our hooks of tender, and uh, um, nothing. Of. Uh, you know, it's actually tenter hooks. Or whatever. I, don't care. Uh, I can explain the. Uh, actually, read recently the the etymology behind it. So, my third choice is. I'm trying to find the original, but it is uh, Ducktales. Ah, oh, woo woo. Which I think you, yeah, indeed woo woo indeed. Here we go, Ducktales. So, let me quickly get it up. Yeah, another Jim Magon special. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Really, really good. Sung by, sung amazingly. When you listen to it, the guy's voice is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Pachetto. Um, written by a guy called Mark Mueller, who also wrote Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Uh, and he also wrote this apparently in 45 minutes. Really? Unbelievable. I mean, it sums up the entire show, doesn't it? No, it's, it's, a pretty, it's an impressive skill, isn't it? Yeah. Especially before he's actually... Wa- it's not like he's watched the show. I mean, maybe they've got a few... Done. 
well, he might have read a few of the scripts, but the, you know, he's got a whole feel for the show. It's not like it's been out. No, but they've they've probably created the individual episodes. I mean, maybe. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily. I would have thought so. Sometimes it's like nice to have the theme, so you get a bit of a taste for how things are going to go. He might have just mm. read the script. Oh, I apparently assume. the oh. um, mm. apparently the song by Weird Al. Um, the American Pie parody, which is basically the entire um, plot to episode one, Star Wars, oh, he right. wrote before ever watching it and oh, really? just got just got given like the storyline. Oh, really? If anyone what anyone wants to listen to something, it's it's very good. It's very accurate to what the uh, film is. Oh, right. I, I just assumed he must have watched some episodes and then wrote it off the back of it. Well, I mean, maybe they had some raw episodes, but really? I imagine it wouldn't be in its final uh, look. Um, how old would you reckon Scrooge McDuck is meant to be? Oh, I mean, in my head, in his 80s, but now that you mention it, it's probably, what, 31? <laughs> With his walking stick and stuff. No, he's yeah. 75, so your first one was How old is 75? Yeah. Oh, that's not too bad. What a sprightly man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 75 um, years old and, and um, diving through... Wads of cash, yeah. Wads um, of uh, coins. Are you familiar with the song "You Make My Dreams Come True" by Hall and Oates? Oh, absolutely! It's a great song. Very similar. It is, yeah. I think about it. saying it's very, very similar. Um, yeah. But I was reading through, or I was watching this video about why it's so catchy, the song, and some of it was quite technical. So, oh yeah, which I didn't understand, like combinations and octave changes and stuff. Yeah, but they one thing they did say, yeah, key chains, just like gummy bears, they use the same techniques, I guess. Yeah, yeah, but it was more there was far more science to it than that. Um, but they said one of the big things was the millennial whoop, which is the what is the millennial whoop? Woohoo! That bit they do. Oh really? Yeah, because they have it in loads of songs now, apparently, and it's not literally just that noise, but it's a bit where you have the main song and then you have like a little break for a noise like that where people listening yeah. can't not do the noise. Uh, like it's very hard to listen to DuckTales. And well, I mean, it worked for me, didn't it? Um, but interestingly, in different languages, it's a different sound. So in oh, the Norwegian, right? Norwegian version, it's aha. Um, and in <laughs> Finnish... Partridge singing that one. Yeah, and in Finnish, it's oh-ho. Um, hmm. And there was an Arabic one that didn't fit it's quite a long word but it just didn't fit the space i'm not quite sure why if you can pronounce that word it was very hard to pronounce um so i won't even try it um but it's an absolute smasher of a theme tune number number 19 in disney's top 10 themes ever well that's fair enough no it is it's a very very good theme tune that one very very enjoyable um so it's going to take something special for you to beat that i think it's true and my one is it's a strange one actually because it's 1995 to 1998 but first appeared in around 94 95 i believe you know so 93 it was originally in another cartoon so it's a cartoon within a cartoon Ooh. originally with the uh if you remember the animaniacs oh yes and uh well We've got a big hitter here that was responsible for the creation of it. So you've got someone called Tom Ruger, who I have to admit I know little about. But the other creator is a little known man called Steven Spielberg. So quite a big name. Yeah. And I'm just going to play a little bit of the uh, tune for you now. Yeah. 
So that's Pinky in the Brain for you. Great little tune. Another one of these lyrics that tells you what the show is. So uh, Pinky in the Brain. Yes, Pinky in the Brain. One is the genius, the other's in insane. So they've beautifully uh, laid out who the characters are. The laboratory mice, their genes have been spliced. They're dinky, they're pinky, and the brain, brain. And it says brain quite a lot. Hmm. And then next uh, part of the song is Before Each Night is Done. Their plan will be unfurled by the dawning of the sun. They'll take over the world. That's a pretty, you know, that's a pretty, it's actually quite dark. Yeah, it is quite but, nice. um, it was a great show. Really used to enjoy it. Apparently, um, the brain's voice was uh, effectively meant to be 65% Orson Welles and 35% Vincent Price. Hi. I can, I, I have to admit, I don't know Orson Welles' voice very well, but I can certainly hear the Vincent Price that's uh, supposed to be in there. But it's it's a good show. Uh, four seasons and 66 episodes. But I don't think that's including, because, yeah, like I say, originally it was a little, I'd say a five-minute mm. is how I remember, a little bit in the Animaniacs, which was a, had its own theme tune, to, which was pretty good as well. If you remember that, we're Animaniacs. Well, the, yeah, because that was actually on my list, the actual original oh, really? Animaniacs theme tune, which was amazing. I mean, some of the... So, I mean, pinky in the brain. 7.8 just... IMDb as well. Is that it? I thought it'd be higher. No, 7.8 is very, very good, I'd say, for a cartoon. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, there were bits that at the time I just didn't get, like, good pigeons. Yeah, so, like, it was very much more aimed towards adults watching it with their kids. So the kids yeah. would enjoy it, but the adults would also enjoy it because there's a lot of kind of, yeah, like, um, good pigeons being the obvious link to the Goodfellas film. Yeah, which is not one that you expect uh, the kids to be watching. No, and have you seen the bit in what are the main characters called? It's Dot, isn't it? She's the girl. I can't remember what the other two are called. Oh, I don't, I don't remember the characters of the anime. But there's one. I, I did prefer Pinky in the Brain. Well, there's there's one scene with, and I cannot believe they were allowed to do this, and I won't be able to recall the gag exactly. But basically, they're detectives, and they need to find something, and they they need to. It's around fingerprints right because they're mm. detectives yet they double that up with having the singer prince they talk about fingering prints <laughs> it's really weird <laughs> and i don't know how they got away with it but the way they do it it literally means the same thing and i remember th think like sort of relatively recently thinking oh my god how did they how did they get there's a lot that? of cheekiness in the in that show yeah i think that's why people i think that's why kids liked it a lot kids like things that are a bit more adult, even if they don't understand the joke, there's just something about it. You get that feeling it's better, mm. you know, but it's, um, I mean, yeah, it's just, it is, it's not the best theme tune in the world, but there is something about it. That's very satisfying as soon as you start to hear it. It is. It is. I think if, if I'm honest, if we were to, well, we are going to have to choose between the two. Mm. I think DuckTales beats it in terms of an actual song. I mean, I'm going to give you it because, I mean, I just tried to pick, if I'm honest, three very different songs, to be perfectly honest. So I didn't want to, that's why I didn't pick, I thought Mask was too close to Thundercats. Mm -hmm. So I've kind of gone for three very different songs. I thought Pinky and the Brain's a bit more out there. Another one I was considering, it, I, I do genuinely think it's a very, very good song. Um, but maybe not so good for a kid's theme tune was uh, Ren and Stimpy, if you remember. It was just kind yeah. of jazz. Yeah, yeah, cool yeah. Ren and jazz. Stimpy was good. 
I mean, that's yeah. that's a great cartoon, very much um, much more adult. That's for sure, adult oriented. But there's there's I mean, there's similar nowadays. Um, the Adventures of Gumball, which isn't quite Ren and Stimpy levels, but it's very good. I don't very, think I've ever good. seen it. Um, but so we put in Ducktales in as number five. Yeah, let's stick in Ducktales. I'm I'm okay. I mean, Ducktales was one of my maybes, but I couldn't have Ducktales and Gummy Bears. Yeah. Well. Was, uh... Yeah. So That's we've my, got uh, rule. so we've got gummy bears, Tears of Ninja Turtles, Thundercats, Mysterious Cities of Gold, and Ducktales. Yeah, that's a solid list. I think that's that's pretty good. We need to. Um, we need I'm going to give score. it an eight. I think it's an eight. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on that. Yeah, I, I think it's an eight. Good. I think this. I mean, I think it's okay. Maybe I'm just being biased, but I think your Mysterious City of Gold takes me out of the moment a little bit it's it, it sticks out it, it does stick out because it's it's kind of a proper song if that makes sense yeah it's not yeah quite i a, think you're right yeah I, well, I, more, it's yeah. more of a song song but let us know what you guys think of course and uh listen to the um songs i'll uh, we'll put the uh we'll put the uh, links up on underneath the podcast but uh, let us know what you think on x at 2g1c pod but now I think it's time that we had a masturbate. It's always every so often we like to masturbate on this show. Mm. It's important that we get to the uh, important topics. And today's topic is a big one. So a lot of people are going to have views on this. But this is cats versus dogs. Yes. And I think we're the two of us are very entrenched in a particular camp each, aren't we? I mean, we kind of, uh, well, I don't know. I think you're more entrenched than I am, if I'm honest. So yes. I'm just going to um, lay my cards out. I'm on the cat side, and I'm very well by by the the I'm dogs. Yep, by the process of elimination. Um, Absolutely, I do. I, I just want to put out there. I don't not like dogs. I do quite like dogs, but I don't. Especially, you know what? The older I get, the the less I would like a dog. The more I see the effort that is yeah. with a dog, the less I want one. But the the rewards from that are dogs are just friendly that's the for me that's the big cats i like little kittens they're fine yeah but cats they're so unfriendly see that's what i think that's the difference between like people that own dogs and people that own cats a cat owner would never accept that because cats are incredibly friendly but you can't like they even get to the point where they jump on you and insist on being stroked and like purring and pushing but, their face onto you but it's on their terms yeah, of course, because they're not idiots. So with a dog, our dog, and, and most dogs, you can go up to them and just start tickling them or stroking them, and they're fine with it. They roll over, have their belly tickled. With a mm. cat, I don't think you can really do that. If they're not up I mean, I think that's very cat-dependent. But yeah, dogs are more um, idiotic, I'll give you that. Cats are much more their own, their own person, if you will. Yeah, I mean, I, I just that that's the thing with cats. I find them very unfriendly i find the whole and well i think your cats are home cats house cats aren't they yeah house cats i find the whole cats just wandering about outside i find that whole concept weird and, and personally unsettling so i can understand why you've got house cats i quite like the fact that cats go i mean there's the reason why they are house cats is more to do with the fact horrible things started happening to cats in our area so mm. we just thought mm, no we don't really want that happening so They've become house cats, and uh, they, you know, they're perfectly healthy and happy. 
But um, I, I like the idea that cats can go in and out whenever they want. I think that's quite... I've had cats previously that go outside, and it's uh, it's quite nice, the idea that they're coming back because they want to. And do your cats... When you're house training a cat, as in toilet-wise... Mm. Yeah. Are they quite easy? Like, do they... You put out litter... They were almost... I mean, almost didn't have to train them. Like they just did it. They just did it. And this is the same with the... My previous cats, uh, shout out to Charlie and Tricky, who are no longer with us. Mm. And of course, shout out to AC and DC, who are with us, mm. both of which didn't really have to be. One of them was certainly dirtier than the other one uh, this time with AC and DC, AC being the filthier one. Mm. But um, no, generally, they're pretty clean and, and just get on with it. It's quite easy. Because in, in a litter tray, and this is from a position of absolute ignorance about cats, mm. what goes in a litter tray? It's like sand. Yeah, it's a kind of a sandy substance. It depends what you get. You can get all different types. But is there anything in it that's attracting them to it? I have no idea. Not that I know of. Oh, right. Because I always assumed it was. And that's how they knew that's where they needed to go. I I have no idea how it works. I mean, the thing is with cats is that side of things they are good with. Mm. What they're not so great with is throwing up. A cat loves to throw up. Uh, In fact, about a month ago, getting up, it's like five in the morning. <laughs> I'm walking down the stairs and my bare foot just went straight on a cold perfect, which to be honest, I was actually quite grateful for because I did think it was a a poo. So I guess yeah. I was very happy about that. But yeah, I was not very happy about the fact that I'd stepped on cat's sick. Or and what a, is it? Is that a furball? Yeah, it's a, like a mixture of furball and stomach acid. I don't know. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty grim, to be honest. Uh, and is that literally because they've got fur that is now in their mouth and they need to throw it up? Well, I think it goes down their throat because they clean themselves with their tongue. So that's why you hear that horrendous oh, noise. That's disgusting. Yeah, it's pretty grim. Like, if you've ever watched a cat be sick, it's grotesque and incredibly funny at the same time. Because you watch their entire stomach. like It looks like they're going to explode. It's a very strange look. But they'll just throw up and then carry on with their day as if nothing just happened. Oh, I mean, I don't know what's better that or or my dog in particular, Peggy. She tends to eat her own poo. Yeah, I mean that's disgusting. That's, I'm not I a favourite. No, I'm, I'm I mean not. I suppose it does. It saves you cleaning, but then you have to have the knowledge that your dog has a mouth full of poo. Well, yeah. But then, in fairness, cats clean their own anuses with their tongue, so they're not completely. Uh, if you could, you uh, would. That's <laughs> no, true. It's good to get, Flexibility good to get, is the only yeah. thing. Uh, stop yeah, <laughs> I, I think I need to do a bit more yoga before I could. Uh, <laughs> no matter how hard I try. <laughs> um, so that's for me. That's the biggest. It's the unfriendliness of cats. It's the selfishness of cats. I mean, our cats. Me. Like, I'd say because we've got a boy and a girl, and I'd say the boy is much more dog-like, whereas almost every time we come home that he'll wake up and like run downstairs to see us Mm. and they have a different kind of friend it's not like a wild friendliness but it's more of a kind of you know welcome and then they'll rub their tail against you just to say like i acknowledge you and then they kind of just like to hang in the same room as you see that's the thing like we get i get home peggy's always happy yeah always jump bumbling over and then we'll stay happy the whole time. I mean, I wouldn't say they're miserable. They're just a little bit more. Well, they're, but more they're just ex- calmer animals. Yeah, and that's. 
I just don't get. I just don't get good vibes off cats. Honestly, like it's such a great pet to have. But you, I think, until you actually have a cat, you'll never understand why it's so great. And also, it's nice taking a dog out for a walk. That's the other yes, uh, I can understand that. But you've always got to take a dog out for a walk, don't you? Yeah. So when it's minus whatever degrees, raining, you've still got to take that dog out for a walk. So the cats. I've never thought about this. And so the cats, like house cats, are they not? I suppose they don't, do they? They don't get any like the the exercise for them is just walking around the house, walking around, running around. They because we've got two cats, they chase each other quite a lot. Mm. So and also you play with them. So that's kind of how they get the thing. They climb as well. They, you know, we have a little cat tree that they like to climb. So they not but, scratch any? Do they not scratch your furniture? No, they're not too bad. To be fair, we've got a nice cat tree that they like to scratch, and they've really scratched that. But there's not, no, they're not not too bad with the furniture at all. Uh, okay. Hmm. Again, it can be cat dependent because some are crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. we we once thought about getting a house rabbit. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen those, and they they are nice. They are nice. When we heard horror stories about furniture just getting chewed to bits. Yeah, I imagine that, and you probably can't train them in any way. Right. Where, like, for example, like they do, you do have to teach them a little bit, like not to jump on certain surfaces, like in the kitchen or whatever. And so, the only way I could think of doing it is we just had a little water spray, and so they got a little bit of water on them. Uh, okay. When they uh, when they were a bit naughty, which they, you know, cats don't like that water. But like, yeah, when you're taking your dog for a walk. Like, one, you always have to do it, so it doesn't matter what the weather is. Yeah. Or even the state of you, you have to do it. But then you have to pick up dog poo. Mm. Well, you should pick up your dog poo if you're a responsible Citizen, person. Yeah. It's better than it used to be, to be fair. But, um, yeah, I, I just find that the idea of doing that absolutely horrific. Uh, it doesn't really bother me that much. The only annoying thing is if I'm not near a bin. And I've got to carry this. You carry dog around. poo, yeah. But you've got to bend down and pick up dog poo. Yeah, well, I'm using a bag. I'm not picking yeah, it up. Yeah, but it's still gross. It's so just horrible. It's such a horrible activity that you have to do. Yeah, but then you've got an animal just shitting in your house. Yeah, but I don't have to worry too much about it. It's just it, doesn't it's it smell? Just... I mean, if you don't clean the the cat litter, it can do. What happens if you're if you go away? Do you leave your cats with someone else? Uh, it depends how long we go away for. If it's for like a day or so, that's fine. But otherwise, yeah, we send it to a cat hotel. Oh, right. a cattery. A cattery, indeed. Which uh, we were very nervous about because when you first do it, it's like, oh, how are they going to take it? Mm. But they were quite good with it. Um, their personality did change a little bit. They got quite, It was quite strange. When they got back, they were very noisy cats after for a couple of days. And I assume it's the... Have you ever seen a film where they show the prison scenes? And everyone's just shouting horrible things. Yeah. Well, if you go to a cattery, there's probably a lot of kind of meowing going on. Uh, did you walk and along just... the bars with a cat? Yeah, exactly. Uh... They're all throwing like cat litter over the top, <laughs> <laughs> saying horrible things to us. Um, so when they got back, they got quite meowy and were meowing a lot. We thought, oh, what's wrong with them? But they, they seemed to chill out after a little bit. Mm, pretty angry. And they were a lot more clingy, which was, well, which was actually quite nice. You. Yeah. Yeah, it was quite sweet. So, like, when we were watching TV, they came and sat either on our laps or on our side. Mm. But, again, you won't understand that kind of friendliness unless... And also the calmingness. It really does help to have a cat if you have high blood pressure or if you're just a very stressed person. Nothing much more uh, stress-relieving than 
watching TV with the cat on your lap as it purrs and you're oh, just stroking that's it. Where, oh, that's where having a dog, though, they come and sit in your lap or by your feet and you tickle their tummy. Because cats don't like it their tummies tickled, do they? It depends on the cat. Our cats are perfectly fine with it. Oh, right. Sometimes they think they're play- you're playing a game. The bigger, the bigger cat is a lot more uh, playful than the female cat and will sometimes kind of... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's, it doesn't scratch you, but kind of grabs your hand. So don't cats, yeah, because cats don't really give you a warning, do they? If they're annoyed, they just lash out. Again, depends on the cat. So I a previous cat, which would be tricky, lash out at anything and everything, which is part of what I really liked about that cat. And then we have the other cat, we wouldn't lash out for any reason whatsoever. No. So it, again, cats have very different personalities, but you don't learn that unless you actually have a cat. Yeah, Where, see. you know, I've dealt with very large dogs to smaller dogs. And I do, I actually really like dogs. I like playing with the dogs and things like that. But it's a bit like being an uncle. It's great to play with the kids. And then as soon as the uh, kid is crying or has pooed itself, you just hand it back to the parents mm. and uh, you go you go uh, on your way. Is what uh, yeah. I would say. Um, I just, like I say, the older I get, the less I would actually ever want a dog. So yeah, Plus, I, a lot, I feel dogs are a lot more expensive than cats as well. Uh, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. Possibly. But I suppose it depends on the dog, doesn't it? But I just say, I, funny enough, I think you're same as you, yet opposite at the same time. The older I get, the less I would desire to have a cat. Really? Because I'm so, I think it's because I'm so entrenched on the dog side of things. I just think the cats are so much easier. Yeah, they're easier. They're just not, I just don't think they're as much fun. I, again, I think you only say that because you've never had a cat. Because they they are good fun to play with. They're very, very friendly. They, they uh, Nice to come home to, that's for sure. Nice to, mm. like at night, though, they might sleep on next to you or, or near you, that kind of thing. It's very nice. Mm, well, it's just... like having a wife. <laughs> yeah. It <laughs> doesn't talk back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah um i don't think you're ever going to be able to convince me that uh, uh, likewise i think it's, it's yeah. gonna be a stalemate here i think yeah but you know do- dogs are fun they are good but they're just so much effort it's worth it so it's much worth effort. it well let us know on the social pipes your yep. own preferences cats three dogs yep absolutely let us know what you think and if you want to throw any other animal in there, although I can't see another animal beating a cat no. or a dog. No. You know, Not some people were like obsessed with horses. Uh, I mean, one, there's the obvious expense of a horse, mm. but I just, I, I do hear like whoever has owned a horse, they have such a connection with this animal. Yeah. But, but you're not going to sit on the sofa with a horse on your lap watching TV. No, but they are very intelligent creatures. So maybe, but <laughs> too much money. Uh, yeah. If nothing else. <laughs> I've got to said, but yeah, two G one C pod people, let us know. Let us know what you want us to review next. Of course, as ever, five star reviews. They're going to get read out as you've noticed. But we will see you next time, and uh, have a good one. Cheerio.